A new song is inspired out of an experience or an expectation. A new song is inspired by the Lord, by the Spirit of the Lord, out of an experience or an expectation. So when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, and they were by the Red Sea, and they were greatly terrified because the army of Egypt was just behind them. They screamed. They screamed. They yelled. They called out to Moses, why did you bring us out? The Lord gave them a mighty deliverance, parting the Red Sea, making them to go go through on a dry ground and bringing the host of Egypt into the midst of the water and crushing them there, destroying them completely. They looked back. The Egyptians they saw a moment ago, they couldn't see them anymore. They broke out into a song. Miriam and all the ladies they took up tambourines. I don't know what other instrument they, they used. They used their mouth. They used their hand. They danced to the Lord. They sang to the Lord. For the Lord has triumphed gloriously. The horns and the riders, they have strolled into the sea. Sing of the Lord. They sang. They danced. Because the Lord has just brought them through a serious moment. They sang to the Lord. Because of an experience. When the Lord gave Hannah a song. After many, many years of waiting, what did she do? She also broke up into a song. She sang to the Lord. Same thing when the Lord gave Elizabeth a son, John the Baptist. She also sang unto the Lord a new song. She broke out into a song. May the Lord give you a new experience that will make you break out into a song. Even if you don't know how to sing, you will sing a new song. Amen. It may not sound good to somebody, you know, with musical ears, but you will be singing to the Lord. Hmm? And the Lord will take it as, you know, melodious. It will sound good to the Lord. Do you know that? The scripture says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, singing to each other in psalms and hymns. Melodious songs. Now, they may not sound melodious because you don't know how to sing. But to the Lord, the song that you are singing sounds good. Amen. So when the Lord says, shout unto me, shout unto the Lord, that's what it means. Amen. It will sound good to the Lord. In fact, the people listening may even think it's not a song. That is just words. No, you are just speaking. In the day that the Lord delivered David out of all... His enemies and out of the hand of Saul, the scripture says, and he spoke these words of song to the Lord. He spoke words of song to the Lord. A song doesn't have to be with music. Amen. If anything can be turned into a song, any experience, any set of words that you put down can be turned into a song. Basically, anything, anything really can be turned into a song. Even the sound in your heart, even what you are thinking, the thoughts in your heart, is a song. Amen. Sing to the Lord a new song. So anybody and everybody can sing a new song to the Lord. You don't need to know how to sing. You don't have to be able to sing. A new song will well up in your heart because of an experience or because of an expectation of great things to come. Amen. 
So looking at the first reason, this first reason because of what the Lord has done, being a reason why we sing to the Lord a new song and experience, let's consider Psalm 98, Psalm 98, Psalm 98 verses 1 and 2. It says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. Why? Why should you sing to the Lord? For he has done marvelous things. Because he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy hand have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness he has revealed in the sight of the nations. So why should we sing to the Lord a new song? For he has done what? Marvelously. He has done marvelous things. He has done marvelous things. His hand and his holy hand have gained him the victory. We see two reasons here. He has done marvelous things. He has done marvelous things. His arm and his holy arm. His hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. So the Lord has done marvelous things and he has gotten himself the victory. Not just a victory. He has gotten himself the victory. These are not common things. What are marvelous things? What are marvelous things that we see here? In this Psalm 98 verses 1 to 3. What are the marvelous things that we see that the Lord has done? Look at it again. Say, The Lord has made known his salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness. He has revealed in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. So what are the marvelous things that the Lord has done? You see the marvelous things that the Lord has done? Can we name them? His salvation, his righteousness, his mercy, and what? His faithfulness. Those are the marvelous things that the Lord has done. His salvation, his righteousness, his mercy, and his faithfulness. When you talk of salvation, when you talk of righteousness, mercy, faithfulness, redemption, and the like, those are the things that only God can do. Amen. Who, who else can give you salvation? Who else can give you redemption? Who else can show you mercy? Who else can show faithfulness like God will show faithfulness? Who can give you righteousness? Only God can do those things. Those things make for what? Eternal life. Eternal life. Everlasting life. Only God. That's why they are marvelous things. Marvelous things. It's the victory. Not just victory. It's the victory. When God gives you the victory, all the victories will come along. These are excellent things. Excellent things. Whatever God does, he does well. When he created the earth, each time he did something, he said, Oh, and God looked and it was what? Good. And God looked and it was what? Good. And God looked and it was what? Good. At the end of the day, the scripture says, And God looked and it was very good. Amen. Whatever God does is very good. It's excellent. It's standard. You don't even have to say it's high standard because it's just standard. You don't have to say it's the best because it's just good. There's no comparison. Amen. These are marvelous things. Amazing things. Astonishing things. Astounding things. You can say spectacular things, stupendous things, staggering and stunning things. 
These are not small, insignificant things. These are big and powerful things. These are big and powerful things. Salvation is marvelous. Amen. Only God can do that. Redemption. Righteousness. Who can give you righteousness? Only God can give you righteousness. Only God can give you eternal life. Only God can show faithfulness. So these are not small things. These are big, powerful things. Salvation, righteousness, mercy, faithfulness, redemption, everlasting life. Only God can do marvelous things like that. The things that the Lord has has done are not just spectacular, stupendous, turning, and staggering in standard. They are also staggering in size. Let me say that again. The things that the Lord has done are not just spectacular, stupendous, turning, and staggering in standard. They are also staggering in size. Let's take another look at that same scripture. Psalm 98 verses 1 to 3. Let's take another look at that. Bearing in mind that the things that the Lord has done are not just spectacular, stupendous, turning, and staggering in standard. They are also staggering in size. It says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy hand have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness. He has revealed in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the hands of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Do you see that? Verse 2 says, the Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness, he has revealed in the sight of the nations. Not just one nation. Not just one person. Amen. What he has done, he has done for all nations. Only God can do things for all nations. Have you ever found somebody who has done things for all nations, all people? Only God can do that. Only God can do that. That is the size of what he has done. Only God can can command such a power that what he does is for everybody. The scripture says he opens his hands and does what? Satisfy every living thing. He opens his hands and satisfy every living thing. Even the bacteria. He satisfies their need. Amen. The insignificant, invisible things that we cannot even see, he satisfies every living thing. Wow. Only God. Only God. So what he has done, they are not just staggering and stunning in standard. They are staggering and stunning in size. If you look at verse 3, he says, He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Not just for the house of Israel, but what? All the ends of the earth. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. Wow. Listen. The marvelous and stupendous things that God has done are not for a few special people. They are for all peoples. Especially the poor or humble people. Sing to the Lord a new song. And our response is what? Oh Lord, I will sing to you a new song. Give me a new song to sing. Oh Lord, I will sing to you a new song. Give me a new song to sing. Give me a new sound of heaven. In the name of Jesus. Amen.